right, hello and welcome back to the 18th episode of WCAT Chats. I'm Alex Carr, joined alongside by Nitin Raju, and we've got a breakdown of the past couple weeks for sports, Nitin. I know, it's going to be a, f- <clears throat> a fun episode today. We haven't been here in a while, but we're, mm-hmm. we're ready to be back and we're ready to get right into it. Yeah, so we'll just start it off with baseball. Uh, they're 11-4 and four so far, but they are 5-0 and oh in region play, and so far the team has looked very strong, coming with, uh, from great senior leaders like Zach Hansen, Bobby Yarbrough, Vincent Montemple, my brother Ryan Carr. I mean, what, have they, what they have done so far this season is, is really impressive, especially coming from uh, less than uh, average uh, season from last year. And then last week, they did have a doubleheader win against Stevenson. They swept, swept the doubleheader, and those two wins did give Coach Laney his 100th career win as the varsity head coach. So congratulations to Coach Laney for that as well. Oh, yeah. I mean, Coach Laney has done so much for this program. I know he's been here for so long. Back in our interview with Will Benson, he also mentioned Coach Laney and also his impact in uh, Will Benson's career, which is just so cool to see all the ties that go back to uh, uh, Coach Laney. Also on Monday, uh, the baseball team beat Miller Grove, and then they also play Miller Grove again uh, Wednesday night, which happens to be tonight. And then again, like Alex mentioned, we did talk to Benson, so make sure to catch that interview. It's a couple more down. Well, Benson has been raking Mm -hmm. during spring training, so we'll see if he makes the Reds opening day roster. And then again, Zach Hanson, Ryan Carr, we did have an interview with the two Emory commits as well, so check that out as well. And for boys lacrosse, currently they are five and four, and they beat Whitfield in a really good win last week. Um, unfortunately, they did lose to the best team in the state, uh, which was Roswell on Saturday, and uh, they play tonight versus Kings Ridge. So I mean, they've got a stacked schedule, and we'll see how it goes. But so far, the Cats are looking strong out on the lacrosse field. Yep, and then girls lacrosse, they did lose to GPS by one last Thursday. And then, and then Chattahoochee tomorrow. I don't think so. For boys soccer, uh, they are ten and two and six and zero in region play. So just continuing their success from last year. I mean, what's more consistent than the soccer teams at Westminster doing well? Um, I'd say uh, Alex Carr's pitching is probably more consistent. Oh, yeah, you're, you 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 make me blush. <laughs> um, well, they beat Holy Innocence Friday, uh, and this weekend they go to Gatlinburg for the Gatlinburg Smoky Mountain Cup. So it's pretty neat. Yeah, watch out for that as they look to continue their streak of success. Uh, the girls' soccer team, they're 6 and 1, 5 and 0 in region play. And what do you got to say about them? I mean, the girls' soccer team, they're just churning out talent day in and day out. D1 commits. Uh, Margaret, Margaret Carr did commit. That is true. To Washington and Lee University. So congrats to her. Another. Do you want to commit on the star-studded girls soccer team? I am not related to her. It's just the same last name. But still, congratulations to her. So far, two of the cars at uh, Westminster are uh, committed. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. And then boys golf, their next match, the Michael Diem Invitational. So mm-hmm. we'll keep an eye on that. And then girls golf, golf does ha- got they got second at a tournament on Monday. And then their next match is going to be coming up this Saturday on March 25th. And talking to some of the golf players so far this season, they've had some uh, some travel tournaments. Which is actually, I wish uh, baseball a little had the, those more because, like, just be, being able to have that experience going around with your team, just mm-hmm. spending hours at a time with them, that's really what forms your connections. And I find that that's one of my favorite parts about uh, normally being on teams is those, like, long extended periods where you, like, like become close with everyone. Yeah, creating those bonds. Especially for golf, though, right? Because, like, you're not going to have that many courses – inside the city so you really have to get out there 
go to those rural areas, you could say. So you better like your teammates if you're on that team because, <laughs> wow, it, that would be a, um, a long one. Stuck on a bus for two hours with people you don't like. Yeah, yeah so thank God everyone on that team gets along because, yeah. ooh. All right, uh, the boys' tennis, they won matches against region opponents, which were Miller Grove, Druid Hills, and Clarkston last week, and their next match is Wednesday, which is today, against GAC. They do head over to Chattanooga this weekend for the Chattanooga Rotary Club Tournament. They have 15 players going, and I believe we do have a list of those 15 players. And the tennis team, as always, they are um, they're, they're winning. I yeah. mean, that's as like, simple as you can put it. So who are the players? So we have Jack and Charlie Burdell, two twins leading it off. Evan Lee, Rion Merchant a freshman named Ryan. We got George, Maddie, and then for the doubles, we have Charlie and Evan and first, Jack and George, and then Ryan and Rion and Kanav. Ryan Sager, not the freshman, Ryan Sager. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, and then the girls tennis as well, they won matches against the region opponents, Miller Grove, Druid Hills, and Clarkson, and they also have a match today against GAC, and they're heading to Chattanooga this weekend for the Chattanooga Rotary Club Tournament. And they have nine players going. Well, both both teams will be up in Chattanooga. Hopefully they can come out with two wins for them as well. Gymnastics had their first meet last week, and they also have a meet tonight. So we'll keep you updated as more results come from there. And track last weekend, both boys and girls won the A.J. Terrell Invitational. And J- the Falcons rookie has a... Uh, a track competition? That's a little... Um, oh, well, that's pretty cool. See uh, if I, d- I did not know about that. Yeah, as you look it up, I'll start talking about track. Um, one player I'd like to highlight uh, is Phillips Moore. He is one of a kind for track. He's been competing all across the U.S. I mean, going to different college camps, I um, mean, showcases. You can just see it. He has an Instagram, Instagram page called Phillips Throws. Go check it out. I mean, what he's doing has been remarkable. Um, just getting. Uh, attention from a lot of schools i mean he's gonna make a splash oh yeah uh, for sure when he goes to college but sure. i mean a, a great guy i love phillips and what he's doing for um track is we did also have him on the the jan term little sneak peek thing right no we did not aj terrell invitation this was the first year of them having it again run by falcons aj terrell cornerback was snubbed from the pro bowl a couple of years ago yeah unfortunately, unfortunately. he's a little well, aggravating, but they will. Uh, the track team is going to go down to Florida for the FCU relays, which will be pretty. I don't think FSU. Sorry FSU. about that. I don't think we've ever seen the track team have like this many out of town meets. Yeah, that's it's pretty cool. cool. I like that. Yeah. And then for crew, the green and white have an inter regatta this weekend, and then their first official regatta will be this Easter weekend. Practices have been going really well, and they are looking forward to having a really successful season. Nice. So, now we'll turn our heads a little bit, and we'll head on over to a little thing called March Madness, and we'll check out how that's been going. Nitin, what's your bracket looking like? My bracket's not looking too hot, but um, I am ahead of you right now in our bracket league rankings, which Alex. One? Which, which one are you ahead of me in? Uh, I think the biggest one. No chance, no. No chance. Well, I, um, my bracket initially was uh, a little lost, I'm not going to lie. Um, with the falling of, let me uh, check this. Um, Alex's nickname in a few of our leagues no. is uh, Finna Yee Yee. Yeah, unfortunately, my sixth grade name won't be able to change, and I'm looking dumb. 
And now we're going to turn course a little bit and Nin, uh, how's your bracket looking? My bracket's looking, eh, it's looking all right. I mean, I know it's doing better than yours at the moment, so that's how I feel about it. You are tied for in first place, and I am tied for third, so you don't have a comfortable lead by too much. You have 44 points, and I have 42, so... Um, I wouldn't be getting too confident over there, Nitin Raju. Yeah, I know your max is two points higher than me, too, so mm -hmm. I'm, a little, I'm getting a little worried over there. Uh, we both have Alabama winning, and we're, uh, you know, the upsets are kind of killing me, I'm not going to lie. Wow. I did actually have Princeton beating um, Arizona. Arizona and winning the next round, too, Wow, which is uh, pretty impressive. Unfortunately, I also had... Um, I think your West was entirely perfect in the round of 64. Uh, I saw that correctly. Let me check. Yes. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. That is crazy. Getting them all right in even just one region is just wild. Yeah. Um, unfortunately. I think you picked every non-upset and got lucky and right on every single <laughs> one of them. I think you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I I did. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, there's seedings for a reason, yeah. and if you follow those, you will eventually be right. And then what randomly made you pick Princeton, the 15 seed, over two Arizona? Well, unfortunately, I picked Princeton in a different bracket, and I had it in this one, but I changed it because I was like, mm, no. So I had uh, Creighton beating Baylor, and I had Princeton, and unfortunately, Arizona. Yeah. I had Arizona in the Sweet 16. Yeah, so did I. Um, so... Not looking too great. Yeah. But what's your final four looking like, Alex? My final four is still intact. I have Alabama, Tennessee, Texas, and Gonzaga. What about you? My final four is pretty much the same thing except for Tennessee. I had Duke. Tennessee, I'm not sure why Duke. I have Tennessee. And I mean, it, right now it's looking like Tennessee is going to come out of there pretty pretty clearly. Because Duke, Duke went down. That was pretty much their only competition other than Purdue. And Purdue lost. And Memphis lost. So, Tennessee's looking like it'll come out of the East pretty easily there. And then some other, on other big news, we had the 2023 World Baseball Classic Championship oh, yeah. game last night. That was a lot of fun to see. We had Japan versus the United States. They played in Miami. The final score was 3-2 to two with Japan taking the win. It was a pretty electric game. The atmosphere was crazy. And the ending of the game was just perfect with Shohei Otani striking out his teammate Mike Trout. Yeah, I mean, Japan, they look dominant through the whole tournament. America did as well, but, I mean, really, the, my favorite part about that whole tournament was just seeing what Japan was capable of and giving their players publicity and getting them in the eyes of uh, um, MLB-like mm -hmm. fans because yeah. we realized – there's so much talent in this world that's not just from the U.S. Mm -hmm. or wherever we think it's just, um, like, coming from. And Japan is incredible. I mean, they have a ton of players throwing 100-plus, hitting 400-foot-plus home runs. I mean, everything they do is comparable or better to what we see in the MLB. So, And I've we really saw, like, the country pride, too, oh, yeah. from Japan. Like, Japan had pretty much all their best players coming out for this event, and then you had, like, the USA. Sure, the hitters were crazy, but the pitching just wasn't really there. Yeah, the ace being Adam Wainwright. That's a 40-something-year-old. A red flag. Didn't top 90 once. So... That is unfortunate, but we do have some, you know, big role players coming out of the USA lineup. Trey Turner, 
oh. did tie the WBC record for home runs with five. Yeah. Mike Trout had another good uh, WBC hitting 296. Nolan Arenado, sneaky good WBC hitting 385. And JT Realmuto did hit 500 throughout the WBC. So JT still kind of one of the more underrated players in baseball, even though kind of being the consensus number one catcher. So Yeah, that is true. Um, you know what's also pretty impressive? Just the entire culture and just – like dedication of all the fans for mm-hmm. each team. I yeah. mean, just watching. Um, there are different pools, and you could see like Venezuela was it Venezuela versus uh, Puerto Rico or Cuba. Yeah, one of those games. Just the energy at the in that stadium was incredible. Every game was sold out. It was just mm-hmm. a, it was an intense atmosphere. And then we also saw that some of the games were in Japan. That yeah. atmosphere was also crazy. And then the atmosphere was so crazy that. An ex MLB pitcher, Trevor Bauer, did sign <coughs> with the Bay Stars, a Japanese team. So. Yeah, that is true. Um, Trevor Bauer is going to the Bay Stars for one year, $4 million. That's his contract. And I can't believe he's not in the MLB, but yeah. he does post these vlogs that he does every single series or game day. And I'm really excited to see what uh, it's like just living in a completely different – it feels like almost an entirely different world. I mean, just everything there is just different energy, and I, I love that about Japan. So uh, seeing what Trevor Bauer um, does is going to be fun. And then speaking about baseball, the MLB season is starting up next week. On Thursday, March 30th is the first game. The Braves will start out with a series against the Nationals away, I believe. Is it away? It looks like it's going to be. Yes, it is away. And so make sure to come up to those games. And if you're buying any tickets, use code Chopping Braves on SeatGeek for $20 off. Oh. Oh. A little plug. What? Uh, n- and we're just going to go through some preseason Ooh, uh, predictions. awards predictions. Ooh. Who you got? For AL Rookie of the Year, Rookie of the Year, I'm gonna have to go with. Who? This is actually a pretty tough question, dude. Mm-hmm. Who? Who do we have coming up this year? Like, uh, I actually am not sure. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know NL. I'm going with Corbin Carroll, who's a great yeah, outfielder Carroll. for the Diamondbacks. But AL, I'm actually not entirely sure who I'm feeling. Let's look at the odds for this year for 2023. Gunnar Henderson is leading the odds. Oh, but that's true. Yeah, he's pretty pretty good. He's uh, a pretty good young player. He played a little bit um, last year. Um, but I don't know if he's going to get much playing time this year. I think we might see another like, dark horse probably come out of there. Yeah. Julio Rodriguez was not favored last year. He kind of took it away, and Michael Harris again. So maybe not some of the betting preseason odds will take that award. No, that is true. I, I feel like it, it is difficult to predict uh, MVPs and things like that for baseball because the season is so long, and being able to consistently be at the peak of your game, like we saw with Aaron Judge last year, he was incredible for, like, the first six months. And then it started to regress a little bit. Yeah. The power and the contact just – it wasn't there for the last uh, couple weeks. Maybe and we the saw pressure. the average and OPS decline. Yeah. The pressure of getting up to Roger Maris's record there. Yeah. And then we had to really think about that was what's necessary to beat Shohei Otani. You have mm-hmm. to break a record. Yeah, the, the fact that you have to break a record and almost win the triple crown in one of the greatest offensive seasons we've seen in decades. decades. 
that's it, it, it just shows how Im- impressive Shohei Otani is. Shohei Otani is. He's a unicorn. Exactly. Well, I think that's a pretty good episode for today. Episode 18, yeah. WCAT Chats. Thank you guys so much for watching, and as always, go Cats. Go Cats.